Welcome back to the Benjamin G Podcast. My name is Benjamin G. And if you hear the sound of my voice right now, that means you are tuned in to the Benjamin G Podcast. Coming to you live and direct from the 215, the city of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the city of brotherly love. My name is Benjamin G. And I'm here to bring you the Benjamin G Podcast to expand your knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, and ultimately the love that you have to give in your heart. If I can reach one person, inspire one person, and motivate one person, then by God, that's what I'm here to do. My name is Benjamin G, and this is the BGP, the Benjamin G Podcast, uncut, unedited, unfiltered, most importantly, uncensored, and unsuppressed. You know how we get this thing started. You know how we get this thing rolling. We got to get the vibes right. We got to get the energy right. We got to expand the electromagnetic field right off the rip, right off the bat. You know we're going to do that with some music. And without further ado, this is called Shadow of the Day by Linkin Park. Shadow of the Day by Linkin Park. Linkin Park, again, is our musical selection for this podcast. I don't know why I just felt like going with Linkin Park. Actually, I do know why. It has a lot to do with this 40th episode of the Benjamin G Podcast. Like I said, my name is Benjamin G, and if you hear the sound of my voice, that means you are tuned in to the Benjamin G Podcast. So let me be the first one to thank you and tell you that I appreciate you for tuning in and spending your time, energy, and attention with me on this podcast. I'm going to do my best to expand the collective knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. I'm here to share my stories and my experiences that I've gained along this journey of this thing called life to expand our collective knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, and ultimately the love that we have to give in our heart because the devil's heart at work out here in this little realm called earth, but we work harder, we pray harder, and we love harder. So I'm here to do my best to share good knowledge, good information, good wisdom based on my experiences in my life to expand a collective knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. This is episode 40. I don't know how we got to 40 episodes. Actually, I do, but I can't believe I'm at episode 40. Nonetheless, this episode 40, I think I'm going to title it and call it Be Loved, Beloved, but really it's going to be called Be Loved. But if you take away that little space in the middle, you get the word beloved because I got the word I got the word beloved tattooed on my arm. And here's a fun fact. If you didn't know, since I'm coming to you live and direct, unedited, unfiltered, uncut, most importantly, uncensored and unsuppressed. 
from the 215, the city of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the city of Philadelphia, nickname city of brotherly love, comes from the ancient Greek words philos adelphos, philos meaning beloved, adelphos meaning brothers, beloved brothers, and if you put philos adelphos together, you get Philadelphia. That's a fun fact. I was mind blown when I learned that. Somebody expanded my knowledge and understanding of that. And therefore, I was mind blown. So therefore, I'm sharing that with y'all. If you didn't know that, now you do. And so, little 215 sit rep, little Philadelphia sit rep. There was, there has been and continues to be ongoing deterioration, ongoing violence on all levels. But... Just to give you a little update, there are 141 homicides to date for this year alone of 2021. It's currently April 19th, Monday, April 19th. And as of yesterday, April 18th, there was 141 homicides. 149, my bad, I misspoke. 149. So just to keep you updated, up to speed and aware of what's going on out here, I like to give y'all that little sit rep and so there's been a lot of things unfortunate events violence shootings all across the country and so i like to keep y'all updated and informed on things that are going on there's too many for me to talk about and i'm not trying to be insensitive or dismiss any one in one situation or one any one life or any one victim I'm, like I said last episode, this ain't a news podcast, this ain't a political podcast, but I will share my stories and my experiences based on my life, and so being that I'm coming to you live and direct from the 215, i like to give you all the information regarding the city that I'm living in and recording in, and so nonetheless, moving right along, the reason we chose Linkin Park as the musical selection for this podcast and the musical selection specifically that we chose being Shadow of the Day is because with all of the ongoing deterioration, with all of the ongoing violence, with all of the ongoing loss of life in Philadelphia and across the country, it's hard to be positive. It's hard to keep our head up. It's hard to feel like we can affect change. It's hard to feel like we can be the change. And all of these events and these situations and these incidents can feel like shadows, can feel like a dark cloud over us. You know, they could weigh us down. And so that's why I'm here to do my best to expand the collective knowledge, wisdom and understanding and the love that we have to give in our hearts. So therefore, we can be the change that we want to see in the world and make a difference. And so that's why I chose this record, Shadow of the Day by Linkin Park. Rest in peace, Chester Bennington. We're going to talk a little bit about mental health this episode. We're going to talk about some tattoos. We're going to talk about some music, some drumming. But most importantly, how we can apply all of the things that I've learned in my life. How we can all apply these little things, these little gems, these little nuggets. We can apply them to our own lives. I apply them to mine. Make changes and make a difference goes back to Dr. Joe Dispenza thinking doing being and so without further ado I forgot about this record 
and I recently stumbled upon it again. And this record by Linkin Park called Shadow of the Day is a heavy record. And so the reason I chose this song is because of a couple key lyrics. And so we're going to jam out, rock out, vibe out a little bit. I'm going to turn this record up so y'all can hear the lyric that I'm specifically thinking about, the lyric that specifically resonates with me. And then we'll dive in. And the First and foremost, I know, I know the meaning of this whole entire song. Like this, this is a very deep meaning. Trigger warning, spoiler alert. Trigger warning again. This record's about suicide. Hence, talking about mental health this episode. And so, I know the meaning of this record. But at the same time, it can this this can mean a lot of different things. I don't know firsthand, I just did some research, but it's not like I asked Chester Bennington or any of the members of Linkin Park. I did a little research on my own. And uh, nonetheless, the record, or the lyric in this record that resonates with me, the reason I chose this record is because of the lyric specifically that says, sometimes beginnings aren't so simple, sometimes goodbyes the only way and so first and foremost sometimes beginnings aren't so simple that's a that's a fact that can be applied to a lot of different things but that's why we talk about crawling walking and running crawl walk run you gotta start somewhere you gotta start with one percent nobody's expecting rome to be built in a day that's why you go brick by brick one percent if you have to if you can do more that's great but sometimes like the record says sometimes beginnings aren't so simple so it is a lot it can be a lot more simple if you break it down and and do one percent brick by brick and so the next lyric when he says sometimes goodbye is the only way i've definitely felt that way before but i'm here to tell you firsthand in terms of in the context of suicide sometimes goodbye is not the only way it it can feel like it's the only way but it's not the only way and 
I've fought my own demons. I've battled, you know, my own demons per se. And like the one quote I shared before, the battle of two wolves, the old, uh, I don't know if it's like an old proverb or, oh no, it's an old parable. I love, I love little short parables. There's always a lot of meaning and good life lessons we can take from them. But sometimes goodbye is the only way. It can feel like it's the only way, but I promise you it's not the only way just because you feel like it is. And so I want to bring up the old parable, the Cherokee legend about two wolves. And it goes, there are two wolves and they're always fighting. One is darkness and despair. The other is light and hope. Which one wins? The one you feed. And I'm paraphrasing for the sake of the podcast, but I, I implore you to go look it up. It's uh, just look up the wolf you feed and I promise you it'll pop up. And so what's important here, what I want to highlight here, what I think we can take away here and what I think we can learn from this is that we're all fighting our own demons. We all have our own battles inside of us and outside of us in the world that we live in. But most importantly, the battles inside of us are the ones that nobody else can see. The, the battles inside of us are the ones that feel greater than the ones that we're fighting outside of us in the world around us. And I'm speaking from my own experience, by the way. So nonetheless, the two wolves, the darkness and the light, we'll just simplify it, right? The two wolves, the darkness and the light. And so which one wins? The one you feed. And so for a while, there was a period of time in my life where the battle of two wolves was going on and I would be feeding the wrong wolf. I'd be feeding the darkness and unintentionally, unbeknownst to me. And when I expanded my knowledge, wisdom and understanding, when I expanded myself mentally, physically and spiritually, the Lord kind of just picked my head up and I was able to see what I was doing with my thoughts with what I was doing with my time, energy, and attention, where I was investing my time, energy, and attention, and what I was investing my time, energy, and attention into. And I was able to realize I was investing in, I was I was feeding the wrong wolf. And so I made some changes, you know, shout out Dr. Joe Dispenza, thinking, doing, being. I changed my thoughts. I changed what I was doing and I changed my state of being day in day out 1% some days some days it was literally only 1% brick by brick but then some days I made more progress some days I was able to go 50% 100% but what was important was I was able and willing and committed to making those changes even if it was 1% and so that's going to lead to why I labeled this podcast be loved which is going to tie into beloved and how everything comes full circle at one point in time or another and so it really honestly in my experience starts with loving yourself you have to be loved by yourself you got to realize that you can be loved by the lord like we talked about before the lord knows you're worth it you don't got to be perfect and so that's true like tried and true, take my word for it. And so that's why I can repeatedly talk about tapping into the power of prayer and letting the Lord's will be done and giving the glory to God. You know, because I wouldn't be here 
if it wasn't for God. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the power of prayer. Opening my eyes, blessing me with guidance and discernment and strength to feed the right wolf. And so that's why I chose this record, Shadow of the Day. I used to listen to this record all the time. And whether you're fighting a battle within yourself or you feel like you're fighting a battle in the world around you, just know that you can feed the right wolf and you can you can literally expand yourself mentally, physically, and spiritually. And you can tap into the power of prayer. And so that's a super heavy record. That that record puts me in a certain headspace. I mean, all music does because frequencies have power. And so we're not going to dive too deep down that rabbit hole. But I want to talk about being loved and the spirit of the word beloved because it's super powerful. Shout out to my brother, Zaire Williams. He used to call everybody beloved. And I never really thought about it or deep dived on it until recently. Last year up till now after losing our beloved brother and it quite literally changed my life when I really when I really realized and understood the meaning of the word beloved and started in, incorporating that word into my vocabulary and tapping into the power of love and it's funny ironic funny not lol ah ha 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 funny not dave Chappelle funny but like ironic funny how the lord works in mysterious ways because i was born in the city of philadelphia lived here for the past six seven years i think this might be five or six six seven i don't know that's not the point that's besides the point but it's funny when i really started tapping in and understanding the word beloved and the meaning of beloved and applying that and incorporating that into my life and I got the word beloved tattooed on my arm in honor of Zaire to remind myself that I'm loved but also to remind myself to love everybody around me all the time to live in the spirit of love like Martin Luther King said I choose love because hate is too much a burden to bear and later on as time passed, this is how I know the electromagnetic field and everything Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about is real. Literally, like I witnessed it in my own life. And so as I was making these changes, thinking, doing, being, changing my state of being over and over and over again, day in, day out, feeding the right wolf, I was connected with certain people and certain said person happened to expand my knowledge, wisdom, and understanding on the origin of the of the name of Philadelphia. Quite literally means beloved brothers, the city of brotherly love. And that was after I got the tattoo beloved, which I got with a purple heart, by the way. That's the only tattoo I got on me that has color in it. And it was actually the tattoo artist idea. He was like, he's like, you wanna you wanna make the heart color or do you just want it black? I was like, you know what? I didn't even think about that. Let's make it purple. And so, literally after making these changes, changing my state of being, feeding the right wolf, tapping into the power of love, tapping into the power of prayer, 
I met said person. Said person is a godsend. I've mentioned him before. I'm not going to keep blowing his spot. But said person expanded my knowledge, wisdom, and understanding on the damn near literal historical fact of how the name of the city became Philadelphia and what that means. It's, it's literally the city of brotherly love because that's literally what the ancient Greek word means. Like, philos adelphos. You can go look this up. I, I actually, I implore you to go look this up because it will blow your freaking mind. When I say the Lord works in mysterious ways and everything comes full circle. Being born in the city of Philadelphia, living in the city of Philadelphia now. And then getting the word tattoo beloved. And I'm getting to a point here. Of how this all affects my mental health and helps me be stronger by feeding the right wolf expanding myself mentally physically and spiritually to be the change that i want to see right and so i did all i did started putting the work in brick by brick day by day one percent some days i some days was mentally some days was physically some days spiritually some days i could do all three that's that's one percent some days that's a hundred percent but what's important is showing up being consistent and being committed to making changes and being the change that you want to see within yourself. Sometimes if you want to make changes, sometimes it starts within you, not without you and the world around you. It starts within you, within your mind, within your body, within your soul. And so I could have never predicted or planned that. That's just the, how the Lord works in mysterious ways. And so before I got that tattoo, a couple years ago, I got a tattoo of a paper airplane. And a paper airplane can symbolize a bunch of different things. It can, it can symbolize and be the epitome of imagination, travel, creativity, optimism. But for me, I got it for mental health. I got a paper airplane tattooed on my arm to, to symbolize and remind me to not be weighed down by whatever I'm feeling, to not let my thoughts, remember how I said, sometimes goodbye seems like the only way, or sometimes goodbye is the only way, it can feel like that, you might think that it is, but that's why I got the paper airplane tattooed on my arm, and that's going to tie into the cover of the photo of the podcast, because you can see the airplane on my arm here, while I'm drumming and playing. And so I got the paper airplane to remind me to not let my mind or my heart be weighed down by my thoughts or my feelings to be as light as a paper airplane and to just keep flying and that sort of thing. And that's why this was actually the tattoo artist idea too. Mike, shout out to my tattoo artist. He's, he's so creative. He's, he's, he brought my tattoos to life. Like I told him my ideas and what I wanted and he literally brought them to life and, and they ended up greater than what I even like <laughs> my original thoughts. So shout out to him. So he was, he had the idea to put some clouds on the wings and it's so ironic how things come full circle because like clouds, the record shadow of the day, what makes shadows clouds blocking the sun. Like, it's just little things like everything comes full circle and the Lord works in mysterious ways. But, you know, we all fight our own battles. We all 
have a battle of two wolves going on inside of us, darkness and light. But I'm here to inspire and motivate y'all and implore y'all to feed the right wolf to let you know that regardless of how you feel or what you think, that you can make changes. And making changes, when you start making changes and see the benefits or the results of those changes, that will inspire you and motivate you to keep going. And that's what's most important. And so that's all I really want to say about that. This whole episode was supposed to be about like, I had it, I had it titled and written down like a whole bunch of other stuff, but it really comes down to you. It comes down to me. Like this whole episode is going to be about like doing things for yourself and da 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 da. To be honest, I didn't really feel like recording. I was going to record on Saturday, but then I was like, nah, you know what? Let me just take the weekend for myself. Like there's no, there's no rush. There's no pressure to just keep pumping episodes out. Like, you know, if they build it, they will come. Like I built it. There's 39 episodes, like whatever. There's no rush to record this one. Like, so I chilled, I waited. I enjoyed my weekend. I definitely didn't record or work on the Sabbath day. I learned my lesson the hard way with that one. I record a whole episode and <laughs> there was not one second of audio. The Lord said, do not work on the Sabbath day. I tried to record and it didn't work. So I learned my lesson with that one. So I just enjoyed the weekend and figured I would record on Monday morning. And this whole episode is going to be about doing things for yourself. You know, you have to be your best so you can give your best, like fill your cup up before you can pour into someone else's. But after after the weekend and looking at the world and the country and the the state of affairs and a series of events that unfolded i kind of i kind of didn't really want to talk about certain things like doing things for yourself but i thought mental health is something that is very important something i could touch on again and speak on again but at the same time, it ties into doing things for yourself. Like you really honestly have to be your best self before you can give your best to anybody else, whether it's your friends, family, brothers and sisters, the people around you, your neighborhood, your community. You really do have to fill your cup up before you can pour into someone else's. You can't pour from an empty cup kind of thing. And so ultimately what I mean when I say that is you have to expand yourself mentally, physically and spiritually so you can therefore expand others. And that's going to tie into the scripture, iron sharpens iron. And that's a super old concept. It's a super old scripture. But I'm pretty sure everybody's heard the quote and the term iron sharpens iron. And I'm sure everybody has a different interpretation of what that means. But... The scripture is Proverbs chapter 27, verse 17, which is ironic because my mom was born on the 27th. And so iron sharpens iron and one man sharpens. No, that's not it. man. All these different translations are they're not like I need the right translation. Come on, man. Stop playing with me. I'm trying to give y'all trying to give y'all my best. I'm trying to give y'all the best search engine tripping over here okay here we go it's quite literally it's quite simple okay people make things complicated we don't need to complicate the translations just keep it simple and so proverbs chapter 27 17 
Iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. Or iron sharpens iron, and one man sharpens another. That's, that's the spirit of us sharpening each other. Sharpening can be making us stronger, making us smarter. When you sharpen a tool, you make it more effective. Like think about sharpening a knife, like a kitchen knife or sharpening an ax to chop wood. You're sharpening that tool so it can therefore be more effective in its purpose, right? And so iron sharpens iron. We can sharpen each other. We can expand each other. We can make each other stronger so that we're therefore more effective in our purpose, whatever our purpose is, right? And so that's what I mean when I say expand yourself so you can expand others, you know, fill your cup up before you can pour into someone else's. We have to be our best so we can therefore give our best. You can't really pour from an empty cup. That's a real thing. I used to run myself like thin. I used to run myself down trying to do everything for everybody or be this or be that. And then at the end of the day, my cup was empty per se, like metaphorically speaking. Like I was run down, you know, mentally, physically, spiritually, like, and that was feeding the wrong wolf. And then I started pouring into myself more, expanding myself mentally, physically, and spiritually. And I was still able to do things for other people. But it was more fulfilling for me to fill my cup up before I, I poured into someone else's. And that's going to tie into... I didn't mean to get super deep on this podcast, y'all. Like, think, think, like <laughs> think, things on this podcast just go left sometimes. I told y'all... That I'm coming to y'all uncut, unedited, unfiltered. Like sometimes I take notes and have a plan, but then sometimes I just start recording and the Holy Spirit just takes over. Like, whom shall I send for us? Here I am, send me. Like that scripture, like here I am. And the Lord just sends me in a different direction than what I planned on going. But you know what? It's probably important. It'll probably motivate somebody. It'll probably inspire somebody. It'll probably resonate with somebody. So whatever chalk the notes this is what we talking about <laughs> no but like it's gonna tie in like i could sit here and give y'all examples like as a drummer or a photographer you know filling my cup up before someone else's or expanding myself so i can expand others like in a quite literal sense like it probably makes the most it probably will make the most sense in a literal sense if i explain it as like an athlete right like Athletes train individually to be better, faster, stronger. So then when they're playing with the team or on the field or on the ice, they can perform at their best for the team, right? Like they're pouring into themselves mentally and physically in the gym. So that way, when they're on the field with the team or practice, oh, excuse me, practicing with the team, they can perform better with the team and for the team right and it's the same thing as a drummer here i'll give you all a few examples so we could lighten it up a little bit so as a drummer i played in a handful of bands big bands small bands whatever and the biggest thing for me the biggest challenge for me was latin music salsa music and so i still love latin music and salsa music to this day like when i first got to uarts 
I, I remember freshman year, I'll never forget this. Freshman year, we had a drummer's meeting. Like, they have department meetings based on, you know, instrumentation and whatever. So you could get to meet other people in your in your study, per se. Like, I met other drummers, you know, whatever, whatever. And so we had a, a drummer meeting, a little department meeting for the drummers, drum department at University of the Arts. And <laughs> the director of the School of Music at the time came in and he, you know, let people know that everybody, if they want, it was a, basically an open invitation for the Salsa Ensemble, because if you don't know about Salsa music, it's basically made up, the percussion section, the rhythm section is mostly drummers, percussionists, not necessarily drummers, but percussionists and drummers, and so that's actually where the origin of the drum set came from, was from Salsa music, because if you look up Salsa music, you got timbales, clave, bongos, kungas, everything, and so over time, throughout history people were like how can we combine all these instruments into one and that's how the drum set was invented nonetheless there's your little musical historical fun fact for you and so i remember i was in salsa ensemble and i started out just playing percussion playing the clave playing the guido playing different instruments sometimes i wouldn't play anything i would just sit there and listen and learn expand my my mental understanding my knowledge my wisdom I would just soak it all in like a sponge, like Spongebob. And over time, I would play the clave, I would play different instruments, different percussive instruments, learn the music, learn the songs, learn the records, learn the culture of the music, learn the importance of certain rhythms, the importance of certain roles in the band, in the percussion section. And if you look up super authentic Latin or salsa bands, you'll rarely find a drum set. It's all percussion, and it's the craziest, most beautiful thing to witness. And that's why I love Latin music. I fell in love with Latin music, and I love Latin music, salsa music, so much, because it's the epitome of the collective knowledge, wisdom, understanding. It's the epitome of everybody playing a role, playing a part to achieve an overall sound. The same with a drum line, but with more culture, more purpose, more musicality more musicianship more feel and so as time passed as i continued to practice and learn the importance of certain roles certain instruments and certain rhythms junior year came around oh i love the latin ensemble i was in the latin ensemble freshman sophomore and junior year and so you can actually go look up a video of me on youtube playing exactly what i'm about to tell you so this is funny um junior year came around and the drum set player graduated and it was time for somebody to play drum set well whom shall i send for us lord here i am send me little benny became the drum set player for the salsa ensemble one of the biggest ensembles at the university of the arts they got a couple what you would call flagship ensembles that play for open houses or certain events because they're the biggest band the most polished band whatever and so the director of the school of music was the director of this band. And being that I was in the band since freshman year, playing percussion, learning the music, learning the records, I, I knew all the parts, I knew the records, I knew the music, I knew the roles, I knew what to play, what not to play. I mean, obviously I had to rehearse and learn and study more and practice more, but literally in the Salsa Ensemble, I would practice and learn these records inside out, the arrangement, what to play, what not to play. Okay, I got 
these percussionists playing these parts so I don't need to play them but what do I need to play like analyzing the music analyzing the roles in the band and so that's what I mean when I say you got to expand yourself so you can expand others as a drummer in that salsa ensemble in that band I had to expand my knowledge and my physical abilities to play certain things certain styles like the mamba like the clave like the cascada pattern oh my god it's endless it's literally endless but i had to expand myself and sharpen myself like iron sharpens iron i had to sharpen my abilities mentally and physically as a drummer so when i was playing and performing and rehearsing with the band I could serve the music and serve the band, which would then help everybody else perform and, and execute their role better, more flawlessly. And so you can go look that up on YouTube. It's on my YouTube channel. I'm pretty sure it's just my name, like Benjamin G. Um, but we, we were, uh, we did an open house. The video you'll see is, a, is a, I put up a GoPro when we were playing the open house at a, uh, the Merriam Theater on Broad Street. It was like 10, 11 in the morning on a Saturday morning. And here comes this salsa ensemble blazing a record at 10, 11 in the freaking morning. It was crazy. It was actually kind of really funny. Um, <laughs> I was like, well, you know what? If we got to play at 10 in the morning, we got to play for open house. I'm going to give y'all a show. I ain't get out of bed for nothing. I ain't get out of bed to not give y'all a show. So we performed... It was a horn section, percussion section, vocalists. And you can look up Benny G, the drummer, live at the Merriam Theater. And you'll see the video from four years ago. And you'll see a couple other videos when I was playing a theater show at the Merriam Theater, which I talked about previously. But that's why I wanted to speak on that, or at least share that story, lighten it up a little bit. That's what I mean when I say expand yourself so you can expand others. I literally had to expand my knowledge and my physical technical capabilities on the drum set as a drummer to perform and learn the salsa music, the Latin music, the different patterns. So therefore, when I was with the band, I could serve the music and serve the band better. And so all that really matters at the end of the day, what it all boils down to is being better today than you were yesterday being better than the day before, being stronger than the day before, being stronger today than you were yesterday, whether that's mentally stronger than the day before, physically stronger than the day before, spiritually stronger than the day before. When I was at UART, it was musically. I tried to learn something new every day. I tried to sharpen a tool every single day. Like if I could already play the cascada pattern, I would play it. I'd be like, okay, how fast can I play it? Like, what's my ceiling? What's the floor? Like, what's the fastest? What's the slowest I could play it? And I would try to do something every day that would make me stronger or better mentally or physically on the drum set. And doing that allowed me to apply these concepts and these tools, per se, to my own life. And so that's going to take me to this quote I want to share. I've shared it before. Memento Mori is latin for remember remember that you are that you will die not to just go super left again and get super dark but memento mori literally is latin for remember that you will die remember that you are mortal 
And what that means is death makes our lives important and meaningful. It creates priority. It gives us the perspective to focus on what is important in our lives. So what's important? The power of love, the power of prayer. What's important? Being the change that you want to see in the world. What's important? Iron sharpens iron. One man sharpening another. That's what's important. Me, you, we, the people, we, our communities, our mental health, our physical health, our spiritual health. That's what's important. You're important. Your life is important. My life's important. Your neighbor's life is important. We, the people, that's what matters. That's what I say all of this to say. And I also had an epiphany. I had a realization. Memento mori. What's that word, memento? Take off the O and put it put it in the second letter. Take off the O, take out the E, and supplement those letters. What do you get? Moment. Mind blown. I literally was just thinking about this. This is what happened. I was over the weekend. I, I told you I just didn't want to record. Like I did. I wasn't. I I wasn't feeling it. I was like, let me just take the time for myself and chill, work out, whatever. And so I had this epiphany over the weekend thinking about memento mori. Death gives us the perspective to focus on what's important in our lives. As all of these things were going on in the world around me and the country that I was able to see and be informed about through the internet it really made me focus on and think about what's important in our lives and I was thinking about mental health a lot and that's why I made this episode what it is and what it and what you hear it to be and so it's kind of a heavy topic but at the same time you gotta feed the right wolf you gotta feed the right wolf you can, we cannot let these things weigh us down. I'm not saying don't be affected by them. Don't, don't, don't feel them. Don't empathize or sympathize with them. But when you're thinking about these things and when you have these emotions in your heart, use that energy because energy can't be destroyed. It can only be transferred, right? So are you going to use that energy to feed the right wolf or the other wolf? the darkness or the light because the energy can't be destroyed it can only be transferred so are you going to transfer it to the the wolf that is darkness or the wolf that is light and that may be that may seem hard to do and that's going to mean something different for everybody else but like i said things that appear to be complex or appear to be difficult are not always complex or difficult they can be fairly easy but sometimes perception is deception and that's what I mean when I say things that appear to be difficult or complex are not always complex. Your perception of something can be deceptive. And so that's why it's important to analyze everything. That's why it's important to keep eyes and ears open. Because like my one good friend said, when, when eyes and ears are ready, the Lord will send signs and messages. And that's what the Lord has been doing for me. I've been keeping my eyes and ears open 
and the Lord has been giving me the perspective to focus on what's important in our lives. So I want to implore you and motivate you and challenge you to look within yourself and within the world around you and figure out what's important in your life. What's your purpose? What's, what creates meaning in your life? What's important in your life? Because like Memento Mori says, remember that you will die, but death makes our lives important and meaningful. It creates a priority. And I, th- I wanted to share that again because the quote that I say at the end of every podcast, life is a series of moments and moments pass. So let's make each one last. Somehow, somewhere, the Lord just connected these two things in my mind. Memento Mori and life is a series of moments. Memento Mori is quite literally the word moment. And the quote that I say Life is a series of moments and moments pass, so let's make each one last. Yes, it comes from the Joe Budden podcast, but I love that quote. And it's such a heavy quote. And it ties in directly to everything that I say on this podcast. Living in the generous present moment. That's the only place the unknown exists. Not in the future, not in the past, but the generous present moment, the right now. But if you fear the unknown, then you're not living in the generous present moment. And that's what really inspired me and implored me and pushed me to tap into the power of prayer. Be more faithful. Trust that the Lord's will will be done. And that allowed me to tap into living in the generous present moment. Once I expanded my knowledge, wisdom and understanding of these things. And so in doing that. Somehow, some way, I connected and realized that memento mori, the first word, memento, is literally moment. And that's why I say life is a series of moments and moments pass. So let's make each one last. It's a beautiful way to say let's live in a generous present moment. Because there's going to become a moment where our time is up. It's time to go to the other side our time on this earth, that clock is done ticking. And all that's going to matter is what was what you did with the time that you had. And that's why you have to figure out and it's important to figure out what is a priority in our lives, what's important in our lives. First and foremost, I think it starts with our mental and physical and spiritual health within us within each other going back to you got to fill your cup up before you can pour into someone else's you got to take care of yourself self-care is important goodbye is not always the only way now when it comes to toxic relationships and one-way streets you know one-sided relationships yeah you could say goodbye to those and and put that time energy and attention into you into yourself instead of a one way a one way street but nonetheless i digress <laughs> that's what i did a lot i i was i had a lot of one-sided one-way street relationships and i deaded those cut those off said goodbye to that and i started putting that time energy and attention into the power of love and the power of prayer and 
spending that time, energy, and attention, expanding my knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, expanding myself mentally, physically, and spiritually. And I guess that's what I want to wrap this up and say at the very end to tie this all together. I've done all of these things, expanding myself mentally, physically, and spiritually, tapping in and living into in the generous present moment, tapping into the power of prayer, being loved. So therefore, I have more love to give others, those around me, my brothers and sisters, my family and friends, the strangers on the street, the people I don't even know. And that's one way I try to let people know that they're loved. I'm loved. So I have love to give. So therefore, I love y'all. You know what I'm saying? I love people. I love culture and people make up culture. We the people. That's why I'm here on this podcast. Doing what I can with the tools that I have to try to sharpen those around me. Shit, even if you're not around me, even if you're on the West Coast, like people have listened to this podcast. I would have never thought would have listened to it. And I thank y'all for that. I appreciate y'all for that. I hope I inspired and motivated y'all. I hope I taught y'all something new. I hope I expanded your knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. At the very least, I hope I let y'all know that you're not alone in this life, in this battle between two wolves. We're all fighting the battle. The battle may be different for each of us, but we're all fighting the battle. And it's important to remember that so we can be there for each other and sharpen each other, whether that's mentally, physically, or spiritually. And that's gonna take me to my next and last musical selection. And we're gonna wrap this podcast up and roll it up and send it up on out of here. I'm gonna repeat a musical selection because it's a great record. This record resonates with me. I love this record. This record is called Somewhere I Belong by Linkin Park. I played it recently, but I'm I'm gonna run it back We're going to play it again. We're going to jam out, rock out, and vibe out. Because I feel like I feel like when, when we feel lost, when I've felt lost, I was just looking for somewhere I belong. I was just looking for people that could relate and understand how I felt or what I was thinking or the emotions that I was feeling. And this record is powerful. Like the chorus says, I want to heal. I want to feel what I thought was never real. I want to let go of the pain I felt so long. I want to heal. I want to feel like I'm close to something real. And I chose this record specifically because who doesn't want to heal? Who doesn't want to feel what they thought was never real? Who doesn't want to let go of the pain they felt all along? Who doesn't want to feel close to something real, right? Like, honestly, who doesn't? We all do. We all want to be loved. We all want to feel like we belong. But it starts with us. It starts with me, you, we, we the people. It starts with all of us, right? So if you hear the sound of my voice, just know that you're somewhere you belong. Because I'm here for you. I appreciate you. I love you. I believe in you. If I didn't, I wouldn't be here on this podcast telling you so. So know that, trust that, believe in that. And if you follow me on Instagram, or if you got my number, then you know that you can reach me and you know that I'll be there. 
And so without further ado, this record is called Somewhere I Belong by Linkin Park. And then we're going to wrap this thing up and roll it up and send it up on out of here. But first, this is the amazing Linkin Park, Somewhere I Belong. Somewhere I Belong by Linkin Park. A little lyric I want to point out that you just heard Mike Shinoda say. Fun fact about Linkin Park. They're one of the first bands to incorporate electronic sounds into their rock sound, per se. Into the genre of rock. And so you hear the DJ scratching in there. And... Nonetheless, I digress. I've told y'all that before, but it's a fun fact. And if you didn't hear that episode, now you know. Nonetheless, the lyric I want to point out that resonates with me, besides the chorus, of course, is when the very first verse. Shout out to also Anchor for cutting the music again. This app got to get it together. One day we got music, one day we don't. But guess what? Y'all got Benjamin G here. Guess what he does? He improvises, adapts, and overcomes. Yeah, I just talked about myself in third person. It's fun sometimes. Nonetheless, that's me. And so y'all notice we still got music, right? Yeah, because I improvise, adapt and overcome. Y'all can trust in me. I try to provide y'all with greatness every episode. And so we got to keep the vibe right and the energy right. And we can't be messing up the format every other day that we want to record. So it's okay if Anchor wants to be on a bull, Scotty. But guess what? We still got music, you dig? Nonetheless, <laughs> I got to take a shot at them every time they take away the music because they can't like consistency matters. Okay. If you haven't noticed yet on episode 40, we got a consistent format here. Okay. I've been in 40 episodes. I've been more consistent than this damn app that I use, but nonetheless, I digress. I think consistency is important. So that's why I try to give y'all the same format. Try to give y'all a great podcast episode, regardless of what's going on in the world around us. I try to give y'all things, information, knowledge, wisdom that could expand your knowledge, wisdom and understanding things that you can use and implement and apply to your own life some way, somehow, so that you can be the change. But before I go 100 miles an hour on the outro, you know, brick by brick, this thing is we build this podcast brick by brick each episode. So before we dive in and lay the outro brick and seal it up and roll it up and send it on out of here. I want to highlight this one lyric that y'all just heard Mike Shinoda say. That's the other thing they did. They incorporated rapping into, uh, into their music. 
into their structure and songwriting. And so they being Linkin Park, that was something revolutionary they did per se, as far as a rock band per se, having electronic sounds and incorporating rapping, they definitely paved the way and revolutionized that as far as the sound goes and the format goes and songwriting in terms of rock music. And so Mike Shinoda says on the first verse, I had nothing to say and I'd get lost in the nothing inside of me and I let it all out to find I'm not the only person with these things in mind. And I wanted to highlight that because, like I said before, you know, you don't have to go through things alone. A lot of people might be thinking or feeling the same way. But what's important is, going back to iron sharpens iron, being there for each other, expanding our collective knowledge and understanding, going back to sometimes goodbye is not the only way. Sometimes you just got to speak up. Sometimes you got to reach out to somebody. And you'll find that you're not the only person with these things in mind. See how I just tied that together? I was only able to do that because I've been through these things. I've had these thoughts. I've overcome these things. I've fed the dark. I've fed the right wolf and the wrong wolf before. I've been there. I've done that. We've made changes. We've thought about it. We did something about it. And then we, we, we became the change that we wanted to see in the world within ourselves. And when I say be the change you want to see in the world, don't overcomplicate it. Like some of y'all might think the whole globe, the whole country. No, sometimes your world is what's around you. Sometimes your world. Oh, here's one for you. You are the world. The world is in you. There you go. Marinate on that one. I just thought about that. Not to get all deep, but for real. Like the world is around us, but the world is also in us. And that's why things can feel greater than they really are. That's why sometimes thoughts can weigh us down and be heavier than they really are. But that's why it's important that we don't feed the darkness. That's why it's important that we don't feed the wolf that is darkness. We got to feed the right wolf. And we got to be aware of our thoughts. We got to be mindful of our thoughts because our thoughts have power. Our thoughts can create emotion and a feeling which can change our state of being. And if you want to know more about that, you can go look up Dr. Joe Dispenza. But right now, we about to roll this thing up and send it up and get it up on out of here. We about to jam out, rock out, and vibe out in our usual fashion, because that's what we do over here. I like to jam out with y'all. I like to expand the electromagnetic field. Wow, look at that. I just looked at this record, Somewhere I Belong. That's crazy. I just, I just looked at this record to start it and jam out and rock out and vibe, without, and vibe out with y'all. And I just realized it's three minutes and 33 seconds long. Wow, that's crazy. Look at God. All right, nonetheless, I digress. This was episode 40 of the Benjamin G Podcast. I appreciate you for tuning in and spending your time, energy, and attention with me. I hope I expanded your knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, and ultimately the love that you have to give in your heart. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. I really, truly do in my heart. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Thank you. I love y'all. I believe in y'all. That's why I continue to record these episodes and put them out regardless of what's going on in the world around me, regardless of censorship and suppression on certain platforms. I believe in people. I love people. And I trust that the Lord's will will be done. 
And if it's the Lord's will for me to keep recording podcasts and connecting with people, well, then by God, that's what's going to happen. So I implore you and empower you. And I want to inspire you to tap into the power of love, the power of prayer. I want to implore you and empower you to be the change you want to see in the world. Because I know if I can do it, I know that you can do it. It may appear to be difficult or complex, but it's not. It's fairly simple. You just got to put the work in 1% brick by brick in honor of our usual format here. In honor of Memento Mori. Life is a series of moments and moments pass. So let's make each one last as if it's all we have because we're all we got. Me, we, you, me, we the people, all of us. Memento Mori. The clock is ticking. Let's find out what's important. Let's figure out our purpose if we haven't already. Let's dive into our purpose. Let's give 1% more. Let's be 1% mentally stronger. Let's be 1% mentally, physically, and spiritually stronger in every aspect, in every way, by any means. You dig? I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Thank you again for tuning in. If nobody told you today, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. And I believe in y'all. Just know, you don't got to be perfect to be blessed. The work doesn't have to be perfect. It's just got to get done, okay? So don't let that stop you from putting work in. Don't let that stop you from tapping into the power of prayer. Because God knows you're worth it. I know you're worth it. And the Lord's will will be done. No man or woman can stop what the Lord has planned for y'all. You heard? Know that. Trust in that. And believe in that. And bet on that. My name's Benjamin G. This was episode 40. We about to jam out, rock out, vibe out. Until next time, I'm out. Everywhere, only to find, but it's not the way I had imagined it all in my mind. So what am I doing? What happened? Negativity, because I can't justify the way everyone is looking at me.